evening, friends and listeners, and welcome back to yet another episode of Nerdgasm Presents Kink Quest. Hooray! As always, I am the Mupacabra. With me are two of my favorite boys. Please say hello to Switch Rigs and 12 Sated Guy. Say good evening, boys. I'd like everyone to roll for bondage, please. <laughs> That's a good one! <laughs> Look Wait, at you being you clever. You're all tied up. <laughs> uh, Dress Blacks is away on uh, business this business. Like I'm fucking Winnie the Pooh. Uh, he's away on business this week, so it is just the three of us this evening. Welcome to our threesome. We're happy to have you here. Um, this week's topic of conversation um, came about because. Uh, Dress Black's younger daughter was asking us a while back uh, um, just a handful of different questions. And she said, well, when I go to when I go back to school, because she does online school right now, um, when we do sex ed, I'm going to ask them. And I was just like, oh, sweetie, they don't they don't tell you any of those things. She's like, what do you mean? I'm like, well, that's not a thing. You know, sex ed for me was basically like. If you have sex, your penis will fall off and land in another dimension. You're going to get pregnant and you're going to get diseases. Don't do it. And, like, I remember we made, like, the web of, like, if you sleep with this person, but they've slept with these people and they've slept with these people, this is the ring of people you've now slept with. Like, that's what sex ed was for me, right? I don't remember that, um, but okay. <laughs> oh, I we remember jokingly that. We call that the folly cule up here. <laughs> so... I was thinking about that, and it's kind of something I've been thinking about a lot, right? Because um, Dress Blacks and Titmouse, their kiddos are 17 and 13. My girls are almost 6 and 7. So a little bit of time before we deal with ours, uh, mine, but, like, we're kind of, like, it's a time when these questions are going to come up, right? And I don't know about you two, but, like... I was not super open with my parents about anything sex-related. I didn't have anybody that I could go to with those kinds of questions. And so um, I want to start by saying I am not advocating that these messages are for children, right? This is an 18 and up podcast. I'm saying if you're an adult, if you're 18, if it's legal and you're legal, I wanted to maybe share some of our advice that we might have looking back at some situations that we went through. Um, and I'm not saying they even have to be situations where it was like, oh, fuck, everything's bad. This all went to hell. Um, maybe just some insights over things that we've done or said or experienced in the past that looking back, we're like, oh, you know what? I feel like this went well. Or like, hey, maybe I could have handled this differently. Or like, maybe I should have never gotten into this scenario. Um, so does it make sense what I'm asking you boys for? Yeah, I may have one or two, but yes. You may have one or two. Yeah. Do you always make such responsible choices, Switch? No, never. But <laughs> I'll say I'm very proud of you if that's the case. No. Well, it sounds like you're asking for my doodle bear. I am, in fact, asking for your doodle bear, boys. Do I have your doodle bear to continue this conversation? I really need to get a doodle bear just so we can show it on Twitter, on YouTube. But <gasps> we yes. should make a doodle bear merch thing. We should. Aww. We'll get there. But, yes, of course you have my doodle bear. Fantastic. Um, I think my basic 
my number one like dear younger me statement um dear younger me uh you are not an adult when you think you're an adult and you cannot make adult decisions just because you think you're adult enough to make those decisions again this is an 18 and up podcast if it's legal and you're legal you make those choices but like I know, I've said before, full disclosure, I was 16 the first time I had sex. My partner at the time was 17. We were both minors. Like, everything was on the up and up. But, like, I think about the things that could have gone wrong. Like, yeah, nobody got pregnant. Nobody's penis fell off and landed in another dimension. Nobody caught anything, you know. That's great. But, like, it could have. The fact that I didn't get pregnant astounds me because I made so many poor choices just because I thought oh that'll never happen to me right I I can't think of how many times there was a situation of oh we don't have condoms and you know one or the other of us went oh it'll just be for a second it'll be okay I'll pull out and I'm like oh my god how could I have been that dumb like when I knew right I knew that's not how that worked um so that's like my number one dear younger me statement is like please stop existing in the the headspace of oh it'll never happen to me that's like my biggest one it's like because yes it can happen to you I'm not saying we need to be as afraid as like what sex ed teaches people but like don't be a fucking idiot because I was I was pretty fucking stupid for a while there what about you boys can you think of like an immediate like hey here's a big old red flag uh I have one if you want to go okay I got it um so um first time I ever was in a swinger situation don't do it with your best friend and his girlfriend and uh, vice versa. Don't don't swap like that unless you know the people a bit more. It doesn't turn out well if you uh, don't know everyone's rules. Because, you know, you're, you're 15, 16 years old and you're doing this already. And you're like, mm, oh no, wait, 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 wait. 17, sorry. It, mm-hmm. it doesn't work out very well. And you ruin everyone's, you know... When they find out you did something wrong with the wrong with the other person and didn't consent the rest of it with everyone else, it's a problem. <laughs> Don't do it with your best friend. I mean, it, at that age, I still th- I just think again we're illustrating the point of like please leave adult decisions until you're an adult and you can make those decisions properly. Yeah, I see. I hear stories like that. And I just think we're me and my friends just like a big old group of hoes. Like, because, <laughs> like, everybody was sleeping with everybody. Like, nobody cared. Yeah, but uh, it wasn't the same type of people, you know. There was two of us that were like, oh, let's have fun. And the other two were like, only with the other two other two other people, you know, there. And we broke that rule. So. Mm. Open and honest communication. Like, there's another big one. Like, oh, God. Yeah. And it wasn't very open or very honest when your hormones are will drive your brain, unfortunately. Right, exactly. Twelve, what about you? What's a what's a takeaway lesson you've learned over your 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 long illustrious career? 
Don't say it like that. I think I just lost a year of my life. Oh, oh. Um, I think if it, a, a, the biggest dear younger me would probably be uh, find validation with myself. Um, you know, because early on, my my uh, my my self worth, as it were, became tied to sexuality, right, and physicality, and that that can, you know. That can really screw you up, so. I agree with you. Yeah. I think, kind of going along with that, there's a, there's a, a dear younger me to be had in, like, find out what makes you happy, and then worry about how you're making somebody else happy. Um, I tried for a long time. I dated the same person. Off and on, mind you, but, like, from the time I was 15 until I was 21, almost 22. And, again, they were long on and offs, but it was a situation where I always assumed that as we were both growing up, we were growing together. And it turns out maybe we weren't growing up at the same rate and we weren't growing together the same way. And I spent a lot of time trying to bring him with me when that wasn't what he wanted. And it, it didn't matter how good I thought it would be for him. He had to come, well, and he still, he had to come to those realizations on his own and made the, make those decisions for himself. And he never did, you know, and, and that's, that's on him. That's not on me. And it's, it wasn't on us as a couple. It's sometimes it's like, hey. I get that it's been a while and more power to the couples that have known each other since they were, you know, a, dress blacks and titmouse have known each other for fucking ever. And I think it's beautiful. And sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. And it was just a situation where we weren't compatible. And sometimes it's time to let go. It's true. Or just have it all blow up in your face and, you know, then everyone leaves. It's all, you know, whichever way it works. <laughs> I mean, I've done that, too. <laughs> that's what that's what we learned with the last relationship is we can just blow it all up. Mm -hmm. um, because someone got honest, not me, uh, and started telling everybody. Someone. You never met this person. Look, look, I was drunk. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you moved to Canada. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. You were my best buddy back in the day. <laughs> so, um, do you, do you do you guys mind if I go again? Go. Um, another dear younger me would have to be, um, don't make drunk decisions. Um, I I think I've talked about this before. I met this boy at a party. Um, this is, I was 21, I think at the time. Um, and I had never really been single at a party, right? Because again, I dated the same boy off and on for so long. This is the first time I went out somewhere by myself. Um, and I remember being so excited and I had this mindset of like, you're supposed to have this period of your life where you kind of hoe around, right? Um, nobody says you have to do that. Nobody says you have to hoe around. But it's um, fun. <laughs> met a, well, I met a boy at a party, right? He was dressed like a baseball player. His thighs looked amazing in the baseball pants. Um, 
and we fooled around at the party. He gave me his phone number the next day. We we exchanged a little bit of phone calls, conversations, and then the one day he calls me, he goes, hey, you're about to get a phone call from this number. Don't answer it. And I was like, okay, why? He's like, it's my wife. And I was like, <laughs> what the fuck do you mean it's your wife, right? Like, and so he he's like, I said, you said you were separated. And so, no, apparently he was not separated. And so this poor woman called me. I was like, who the fuck is this? And I, of course, I'm like, I'm so sorry. I can't believe that this happened. This is not what he told me. Like, I like I will never speak with him again. I'm so sorry that this happened. And she's like, how old are you? I was like, I'll be 22 next month. And she's like, oh, you're a baby. <laughs> and I was like, I'm sorry. I didn't. So like, um, know when it's time to come clean. And, like, don't be afraid. Because, again, of course, he was like, don't just don't answer the phone. And I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. Like, if you tell me. And I never spoke with him again after that. I didn't because it was a situation where trust was broken and I was done. So I think know when it's time. Oh, Rowan. Rowan noped the fuck out of that. Oh, my God. That cat ran off. Um, Know when it's time to to double down and say no because there were red flags throughout that month that that he and I were talking that I ignored because I was so excited this goes back to what you said 12 I was so excited and I was tying my self-worth to sexuality I was tying my self-worth to desirability and here was somebody that was interested in me right when I had never had to date before I had never really done those things and I made a lot of decisions that I probably wouldn't have made had I been more confident in who I was as a person. I've still, honestly, at 33, I've never really dated. That's not been a thing that's ever happened. It's tedious ever. and expensive. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I like so dates, no, personally, but that's... I've never... I don't know that I've ever been on an actual first date. Like, my high school boyfriend and I were always just dating. Like, we went out and did things, but we were already together. We were already a couple. Um, with my ex-husband... I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt you really quickly. Yes. Bunny, you are not expensive or <laughs> tiresome. I'm talking about tedious, or yeah. tedious. It is different relationships when I was being a hoe that I'm talking about, not you. <laughs> Please continue, Moo. Thank you for clarifying. That's important. Yes. Um, but my ex-husband, he and I, that's and that's another dear younger me, but he and I slept together the night we met. So, like, we were kind of already a thing by the time we went on our first date. And so there wasn't this expectation of like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? Is this going to happen? Is this not? We'd already been there. We'd already done that. Same thing with Dress Blacks and Titmouse. I've, I've always done things out of order. Um, I mean, and arguably that has gone well for me. Just saying. I mean, obviously things ended badly with my ex-husband, but like we were together for 12 years. So I can't say that that was a mistake. But, like, looking back on it, like, dear younger me, don't be afraid to go on dates. Don't be afraid to 
don't be afraid to do things quote unquote in order like it's okay to kind of have that awkward period and I part of me wishes I would have um dress blacks and I kind of sort of went on one date and then halfway through said date I got a phone call of hey come pack your shit um and so the rest of our date was spent in a (laughs) u-haul so it's been unconventional to say the least that sounds hallful boo don't get all hallmarky on me really guys (laughs) really really listen listen daddy has daddy jokes yeah, and they're hawful. See how I did that? Yeah. What else have you learned? Um, uh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I'm still wow, formulating. Boys. Wow. Go. Uh, You've been if, hoeing if, around for years, 12. We know you got something. Yes, that's why, that's why I was going to say something. Um, if you If you've got to chase somebody for, like, the bare minimum, just get out. Like, if they're, they're, they're clearly not, if they're not talking to you, do you hear, if if they only ever reply to you and never, like, hi, right, and you hear from them, like, like, like my ex, you know? Whew. Real quick on That's, that. Uh, but what if they are very upfront with that, they, they know they're not a good communicator? Like, still get out, are you saying? If they're upfront about it? Because I had I someone think you can tell. that was upfront about it. Yeah, I you think can you tell. can tell when somebody's, when there's genuinely, it's not that they're not interested, it's that they're a bad communicator. And mm-hmm. I, I, I agree with what you're saying, Switch. There is a difference. And you, you can tell when it's not that somebody's not invested. They just are not, that's not a thing that they do. Yeah. Or, and I think part of that comes in the way that they reply to things. Um, rather, you know, because again, some people, they're not going to make the first overture, but they're still going to reply and be engaged when you do initiate a conversation yeah. with them. I'm sorry, Tolva, I interrupted you. Your, your last girlfriend or previous girlfriend, whichever one. That was, that was, that was it. Oh, okay. Because, um... Yeah. She was like that. It sucked. I got out. Like, uh, okay, um, but yeah, one of my uh, it kind of was girlfriends type, but we were just kind of going out or hanging out together. Um, she was very upfront the first day. She was like, "Hey, I, you know, I have a long distance boyfriend. I'm not a very great communicator. <laughs> I'm like, but I'd still like to hang out with you because I got to meet you at the lounge." Um, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, and that that was a fun backstory, but we won't get to there. But she was very, yeah, I, I'm I'm probably not gonna call you or text you just just to say something, you know, if there's an event or something that you know you're setting up or we're setting up, okay, yeah, I'll say something, but you know, mm-hmm. that that's how she was, and I I understood that, but it was very hard to be in the know with her or to 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 do stuff you know even if it was just me initiating the conversation every time fun person really wish the they would have panned out but happy where i am now but yeah you know find those flags those red flags even if they're pink flags 
Just be aware of them. Well, there's a, the one car. I've never watched it, but it, it shows up on my Pinterest all the time. And it's Bojack Horseman. Okay. And it says, you know, it's when you look at the world through rose-colored rose glasses, all of the red flags just look like flags. Yeah. Don't be so enamored with the situation that you're not looking to see the stuff that doesn't make sense. Very rarely are you going to be in a situation like that's how everybody goes, oh, my goodness, he was so normal. We had no idea. And then they're like, oh, well, come to think of it. Like nothing happens in a vacuum. If something doesn't feel right to you, get out. Like, don't continue to be. We talked about um, briefly, we talked about the idea of maybe doing um an episode involving with trauma and a big thing with that for me and why I don't super love to talk about it is because like been there done that right and I think about it now of all of the things that like should have noticed right should have never gotten to this point because xyz um hindsight's 2020 like you can't beat yourself up over that forever but like be present and be aware of what's going on in your relationships and what's going on in your friendships and if if something is not working, don't stay for the sake of consistency. Just because you've been in the same spot for X number of years, like, if it's not working, it's not working. And that goes for relationships, it goes for friendships, it goes for everything. Yeah, and also when we're saying get out, that doesn't mean just poof. You know, at least right. try to communicate first. And if that's not working then, yeah, it's time to move on. Yeah. But at least, um, yeah, always communicate your problems and troubles, you know, if you can safely do it as well. Yeah. Um, on a less serious note for dear younger me, um, find out what you like. And don't be afraid to advocate for that. Like, this is Kink Quest. This is a sex podcast. That's what we talk about here. Like, don't have years and years and years of shitty sex. There's no reason for it. There's absolutely no reason that I had as many troubles as I did for as long as I did. I Titmouse and I talked about this in the car um, on the way back from... Uh, I dropped my girls off on Sunday, drove an hour and a half. It's like an hour and 15 minutes to the drop-off point. I get to the drop-off point as the girls are getting in their dad's truck. I realize I forget their I forgot their backpack with their medicine. That's on me. So I had to drive an hour and fifteen minutes back to Cleveland, and then drive two hours to Pittsburgh to drop it off, and then the other two hours back to Cleveland. So Titmouse and I were in the car with each other without the kids for like five and a half straight hours. Um, so we got to talk about a lot of things, and like. I was admitting to her that, like, up until this relationship with her and Dress Flax, like, I did not, like, sex was not a consistent, like, I get to come kind of thing. Like, I cannot tell you how many years I had sex, and it was like, I hope it works out tonight. And it was a lot of that. And find out what it is that you need. And don't be afraid to apply the same techniques in bed. At the same time, like if, don't be afraid to apply, like to do different techniques. Can I can I disclose a little bit of what we talked about? What you mentioned? Yeah, sure. Titmouse, it's amazing. I I cannot I cannot come from just sex. I can't. Penetration does not do it for me. Works for Titmouse, but 
if she's masturbating, she uses toys. I can masturbate without toys, but I have a really hard time during sex if I don't have the toys. I don't know. I don't understand it. I don't pretend to understand it, but I know what works. And after 33 years, I don't apologize for that anymore. Like, there are nights, depending on the mood and depending on what's happening, that, you know, sometimes I just reach for toys because that's fine and that's the vibe and that's what's going on. So not literally the vibe, like this, that's the, that's the aura, that's the what's happening. Um, the vibrator is usually also involved, but that just was a coincidence. Um, some nights I ask for the toys because that's the mood that's been set, but I know that I need them. And even sometimes, because again, communication is a thing that continues excuse me, goodness gracious, is a thing that continues to happen, has to continue to happen. Um, some nights I get into a point where like Bunny or similar to Bunny, I won't say just like her, I lose words and it becomes harder to ask for those things. Um, but I'm also learning that like, if I'm not getting what I need, I have to learn to speak up. Just because to call Bunny out real they fast. They can't read. <laughs> it's a um, perpetual constant problem. So let's say you always wanted to have the toy. You can't mm -hmm. t say it out loud, though. Sorry, Bunny, calling you out on that one. So think of yourself that way, where you could never ask for it, but you want it. Um, <laughs> right. Well, and that kind of becomes the, the problem is, like, I know, I know that I don't have to ask for it, but I know that it, it's just, it's... Don't be afraid to have, I guess, again, again, this is not even a dear younger me. This is a dear current me. Don't be afraid to have those conversations because there have been situations even just recently where, you know, I've, something has happened very similar to a, like a situation that had happened previously and I will be upset the next day and dress blacks will be like, well, what's the problem? Be like, well, this happened and we had this conversation. He's like, I know you're right. I'm sorry, I forgot. And you can't be mad at somebody because they can't keep everything straight in their brain. You just can't. Like, at some point, we have to recognize that we're all trying our best. Let it go. But, like, don't be afraid to advocate for what you need. That let it go needs to go to a lot of people. Like, yeah. Come on, It needs people. to go to a <laughs> lot of people. Um... I feel like I'm dominating this conversation, boys. I apologize. You've had a lot more trauma than us, or at least for me. Uh, dear younger me, um, don't assume everything is meant personally. Sometimes a comment is just a comment, and it's not a comment about you specifically. And I, I mean that in relationships. I mean that sexually. I mean that all around. Um... I think going back to what 12 said earlier, when you, when you start setting your self-worth by your sexuality or by your desirability or by your, you know, your ability to do the things you should be able to do or what have you, um, it becomes real easy to take almost any even offhanded comment as something personally directed at you. 
and it very often isn't. Um, I, we had a night, and I think I brought this up on the podcast. I was being bratty, you know, and um, I bit Dress Black's. And he went, God, you're so fucking annoying. And he said it laughing. But, like, I shut down. Like, 110% immediately shut down. And it's one of those situations, looking back on it now, I'm like, there was no reason for me to react like I did. Um, at the same time, like, honor those feelings. Um, and Dress Blacks did a really good job of that, too. He immediately stopped. He made sure everything was okay. Like, we dealt with it. But then I beat myself up about it for a while. I still do when I have reactions to stuff that I don't like. I, You know, that's where most of my spiraling comes from. It's not me feeling badly and just continuing to feel bad about it. It's me feeling badly about something that I know I shouldn't. And then being mad at myself for not just getting over it. It's just the most bizarre, stupid, self-aware bullshit on the planet. It doesn't make it less valid. It just makes it really fucking frustrating to deal with. Level with yourself and meet yourself where you're at. I think sometimes we spend so much time trying to be good for other people and trying to help other people cope and give them advice and we don't take our own advice. So this is me talking to my current self even saying like, give yourself a break. Let yourself process and let yourself deal with stuff. Somebody else say something, for the love of God. Somebody else have advice for your younger self. Don't tell me no. <laughs> just going to uh, be silent for the rest of the podcast and watch you. Just, I just have you carry this whole thing. I mean, I can she do will. it. Like, do you recognize how many shitty mistakes I've made over the years? Like, how many things I look back and I'm like, what made you think that was a good idea? Like, so many bad things could have happened, and they didn't, but that doesn't mean they couldn't have. Like, dear younger me, 16 is way too young. What the fuck is wrong with you? Eh, I was 14. You're fine. I get that you say that, but, like, thinking realistically of the repercussions of my actions... It could have gone very poorly, especially in the situation that I was in where I was essentially parenting myself in high school. I can't imagine what it would have been like for me to grow up the way that I did with the parents that I had when I was trying to take care of myself. I was trying to take care of them mm -hmm. in what they were dealing with. Trying to take care of a baby? Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. It would have been a nightmare. It was already a nightmare. I can't imagine doing that. And then with the partner that I had in high school, are you shitting me? <laughs> Come on. Like, I know 12 doesn't know, but Switch knows exactly who I'm talking about. Neither one of us are prepared for that. No. He still is not prepared for that in many, many respects. No. But, um... Yeah, and your situation and how it happened is very different than mine. I had um, backup from my my family saying, hey, make sure you're protected every time, which we, we were mm -hmm. every single time. Um, and it was, it was only like, let's say a maximum of like over two years with the person, like maybe 10 times. It wasn't a focus because, you know, we were at school. We were also doing two different towns uh, at the time. Mm -hmm. 
second girlfriend, a little different. But um, the my both of our parents were aware of the situation at the time, um, and they didn't discourage us. But they they um, took the time to actually say, "Hey, you're doing this. This is what can happen." Make sure you do it properly so that doesn't happen. And that was on both sides of the family. Both families. See, yeah, and see, I wasn't getting that anywhere from any source, right? Like, nobody was, it was just sort of like, we knew we needed to be protected, but, like, we were 16 and 17, so, like, and I think back on it now, and I'm like, it really wasn't even worth it, like, we, I was probably in college. It was probably at least the second time we were dating before it really started to be good for me, at least, on a regular basis. And even then, it was still fairly inconsistent. Like, it's really just staggering how many years of awful sex that I had. And then how many years I continued to tolerate that after I knew what I actually needed. But you did it for certain reasons, which we won't get into, because that's a whole bag we don't need to open up tonight. That's a whole bag we don't need to open up tonight. Mm-hmm. For science? Off off the uh, <clears throat> off video science, how about that? Yeah, for it's less less science and more religion, but that's that's a whole different... Scientology! <laughs> Might have been better um, that way. <clears throat> pending quite honestly <laughs> um what else boys what can you think of what are some things that you think uh, like some circumstances you can remember when you were younger not even younger like as in you know but just yesterday can you think <laughs> right even that like is there a situation where you're like you know what i could have handled that differently uh Dear young I know it's hard. I'm asking you to examine mistakes, which I is can't tricky. tell you how many times I've I've made a, an offhand comment that means like nothing when I say it, but it, it does not come across well. And I, I think younger may be like, pay pay a little more attention to what you're saying because you might not mean anything by it. But oh my god, does it land terribly? Yeah. yeah. Intention versus impact is a big one and and knowing sometimes sometimes rather than trying to explain yourself further or be like no 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 no, you don't understand i didn't mean it like this i meant this sometimes you're better off to just go you're right i apologize and leave it there yeah so yeah dear younger me party will never follow your main quest that you plan (laughs) out for them (laughs) Ever. <laughs> Ever. This is a kink quest, and I'm taking it off the road. <laughs> Never follow. Um, no, um, yeah. Again, yeah, you're, with your mention of you're saying something versus what they hear or think you mean, oh, it's huge, because... I've had many a time where I'm just like, whatever, you know, it's it's just this. And then they they have painted a mural of of what you are you mean and you're just yes. like N- No, I just I 
just something random, man, or whomever. Yeah. I'm like, what are you talking about? It's like when you read a story and the teacher's like, where's the symbolism in this section? Oh I'm pretty sure it's this. And it's like, no, sometimes a fish is just a fish. Yes. Yeah. It's like, like, I... Oh, I have stories about stuff like that, but not not for not like this. Not other things about it, but yeah, it's just like, yeah, it's a it's a fish. It doesn't mean this or this or this. I get that a whole bunch with current roommates, um, where I say, "Hey, it, what's this about?" Because they'll be talking about mm-hmm. a subject, and I'll I'll ask a part of it, and they're like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry." No, no, no. I'm like, but, but I just asked the question. Mm-hmm. Just answer the question. Yeah, it's okay. I didn't this mean. This was not a. Yeah. There's no reading between the lines. There's this blatant question. That's that all. happens quite often, actually, with Titmouse and I. She and I are very similar in that our f- first response to any question tends to be "I'm sorry," and then an explanation for what actually happened. And almost never is the sorry necessary. There's almost never a situation. I can think of very few situations where sorry is actually warranted, and most of the time they involve eating my candy, but that's why I had my candy. <laughs> that's that's our word, eh? Yeah, but she and I start almost everything with... And actually, um, uh, Floof also will start most sentences with sorry. So we're breeding a household of sorry. And then, um, so yeah, let's go with Dear Younger Me. You don't need to apologize for everything. Um, dear current me, you don't need to apologize for everything. Um, Unless you're Canadian. Okay. Unless you're Canadian, sure. Um, dear younger me, don't let people who don't understand the situation try to tell you what the situation is. Um, nobody knows what really goes on in any given situation except for the people involved in that situation and this goes for dear younger me um don't think you know what goes on because you don't you can offer the best advice you can with the information that you have but at the end of the day you don't know what somebody else is going home to you don't know what somebody else is dealing with you can try to be open and honest you can try to be supportive with the information that you have but if somebody is telling you no you don't understand it doesn't matter how well you think you understand you may understand but if they're telling you no you don't understand you don't shut up it's not your job to understand it's your job to listen and be supportive yes (laughs) (laughs) I think we're what um what for funsies for funsies um what is a dear younger me um something fun something lighthearted something something sexy that you wish you could tell your younger self oh that that's something that you're like you know what I wish I would have known that where the clitoris was <laughs> <laughs> north north of vagina yeah. <laughs> but wait, there might be one more hole before that one. <laughs> you just gotta no. keep keep going. Under the hood, right? Under the hood. Um uh, I think mine sorry, go ahead. No no no, I'm just I'm just talking. Go, go, go. Oh. Uh I I, mm, I think mine would be to Oh, how to put this. 
uh, learn to say no when you want to, but also say yes when you want to. Uh, That's a really good one. Uh, in in particular, there's. I, I won't tell that story, but let, let's just say. Oh no a, no 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 no! You can't start that. You uh, must come up with a way to censor it or hide identities. Well, but mm, but they're sisters, so I don't know how to talk about it. I feel like up. you already just did. Well, but like okay, so Wilma Vancouver. and Betty loved well, each other. <laughs> no. Three of them. Uh, listen, uh, l- listen, Linda. Don't know. Do not. Live. Do not give me that look. You wanted stories, uh, so no, I was dating. I'm... I was dating the middle one. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, the also the same girl that sent me a dick pic of my best friend because she felt I needed to see it for some reason. Did you need to see it though? Was it a good dick? No, not not really. <laughs> a- average length and very skinny, so like yeah, eh. yeah, yeah. But uh, maybe but yeah, she just no, needed was... you to commiserate. Full disclosure: I've shown your dick to people. I've been like, excuse me, you have to see this. This is twelve stick. Just I, saying, I get it's that. happened. See, thank you, Switch. <laughs> I get that a, a lot. And I, I'm like, it's great, but at the same time, I'm, the part of me is like, I don't know who all has seen my dick, and I'm waiting for, like, uh, like an awkward who have I job shown your dick or something. Uh, Merlin's seen it. Switch has seen it, and Dress Black has seen it. Did I show you Twelve Stick? I think I've seen it. Tip Mouse might have seen it. AP seen it. <laughs> I just, AP I has just seen it as like, well. AP you. has seen it. Yes. <laughs> I, well, I don't mean just you. I just like I'm sure like at some point there's gonna be like a real awkward job interview. You know, somebody's <laughs> gonna like put, I mean, put the username together or something. And be like, wait a second. I mean, unless you're going to job interviews with your dick out, I think you're probably fine. Dear younger me, do not go to job interviews with your, <laughs> your dick, dick out. out. <laughs> unless that's part of the interview. Man. Oh God! I mean, this we... is not casting couch but <laughs> oh god what was it we came up with a, a, a male version of Hooters the other day and I can't remember the name of it that exists I forget what it's called but that does exist I don't know I'm still stuck on waffle brothel to be perfectly honest it's a genius idea alright well uh, if you guys don't have anything else, I'm going to go with uh, Dear Younger Me. Um, sometimes things do not turn out the way you expected them to. Um, but sometimes they turn out better. And both of those are okay. And it's okay. It's okay to struggle with something new, even if it is good. Don't be afraid to honor your feelings and give yourself time. There you go. And don't go to a job interview with your dick out. Again, unless it's part of the interview. That's a very specific interview. Um, thank you for joining us, friends and listeners. Um, I know this one has been kind of a different one this week. Um, it's It's been an interesting couple weeks around here. So hopefully um, you can learn where we didn't. Hopefully... Um, if there's something specific that you do want to hear from us, 
you can let us know. People have been commenting on YouTube. People have been following us. People have been subscribing. I cannot explain to you how happy it makes me to hear somebody tell us, hey, thank you for asking the questions that I was scared to ask. Um, that's what I really wanted to do with this. That's what I wanted this to be. I wanted this to be the resource that I wish I had had. I wanted this to be the sounding board that I wish I had had, that I do have now, obviously, right, but that, you know, I struggled for a lot of years um, thinking that nobody else felt the way that I did, um, and I was wrong. There's a lot of people that, that feel the way that I do, and we are here, and you are valid, and we are happy to have you here with us. Um, so again, as always, I have been the Mupacabra with me this evening have been Switch Rigs and 12-Sided Guy. Can you say goodbye, boys? Bye. I want those bondage rolls on our Twitter. I already have them timed <laughs> up. I'm sorry. I'll get it so they can put it in their hands. <laughs> I hope you guys have a fantastic evening, and we hope you have an even better tomorrow. Bye for now, friends. Bye. <laughs>